got some others that have some situations, but God is still in the place. I'm grateful that he doesn't put any stipulations on the size of the congregation. He just simply says, if two or three are gathered in his name, he's going to be there. Amen. So whether the house is full or whether it's down a little bit, he's still going to be here. Amen. It's good to have everybody here. Good to have. Uh, baby, we're not, the, we're not the only newlyweds in the house anymore. Amen. Got Brother Josh and Central Angel, our newest newlyweds that are, that are with us here today. Amen. We married them this past week, and good to see them and have their family with us. Good to have all of our guests with us. Amen. I know we had a, a couple. I was mentioned to, to say we'll, we'll sing happy birthday uh, later, but uh, Sister Haley, she, she turned a, a very young 25. Wish her a happy birthday, Marcos. What, 16? Turned 16 this week? No, not no. Mama's saying not yet, Pastor. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, we'll keep him small for a little bit, a little bit longer. But it won't be long. They grow fast. They grow very fast. But uh, we'll sing happy birthday after, after service, and you can wish them a happy birthday personally. I do want to say before I get into the word. If you have a chance to make it to the campground this week, I encourage you to get down there. Uh, Wednesday night, we will not be having service here, but we will be having it at the campground. Brother Caltharp will be preaching uh, the Wednesday night service. Tuesday night, Brother Woodward will be ministering, and then uh, he'll be teaching the Bible study throughout the day. And if you don't know, uh, we'll get directions. It's real easy. Just find Bloomington, find Route 51, head south. To you just about get to Wapella. It's right there on the right side. Real just short trip, but I guarantee good preaching. Uh, Thursday night, Friday night, Reverend Jerry Jones, who will preach the house down, will be preaching, and uh, it's going to be a, a, a great time. So I encourage you, if you want to hear some great preaching and uh, you want to hear some great singing and some get involved in some worship, campground will be the place to be this week. God is going to show up. He's going to show off, and uh, I guarantee it, you will not leave that place disappointed. So that remember this Wednesday, if you come, and the doors are locked. We didn't. We didn't. Uh, doors not. The church is not closed. It's not closed. We'll just be down south having church. So I encourage you to to uh, join us, and it'll be a good time. If you have your your Bibles with you, we'll we'll get right into the Word. Luke chapter number eight. Very familiar story. If you sat in a Bible school or if you sat in a Sunday school or if you sat in a church service, you already know this story. But bear with me because I believe God is wanting to speak to somebody here today. God is wanting to encourage somebody. I felt in my spirit that uh, somebody is, there's a struggle that's going on. And I haven't quite gotten through what it is. But I believe that somebody is going through something and you're struggling. You're running on E and, and it, because something has happened. And I don't know what that situation is, but I believe you're going to leave this place today knowing that no matter what you're going through, God is with you. 
No matter what you're going through, God has got you. And no matter what you're going through, this is not the time to give up. This is not the time to stop. This is not the time to give in, but keep going. Can I encourage somebody here today? Keep going. Can I encourage somebody? It's getting, drawing near. Keep going. Don't stop. Don't quit. God is going to bring you through. Luke 8, 22. Uh, I'm sorry, Luke chapter number 8, verse number 22. Now it came to pass on a certain day that he went into a ship with his disciples. And he said unto them, let us go over to the other side of the lake. And they launched forth. But as they sailed, he fell asleep. You ever feel like God is sleeping on your situation? Am I the only one that God's ever, ever just, it just seemed like he's sleeping when I'm going through my most troubled time. And when I need to hear a word and when I need to hear from him, it just seems like he's sleeping. You ever been there? Well, this time he was. Fell asleep. I felt that way sometimes. God, where are you? Where are you? Do you even hear? But he fell asleep. And there came down a storm of wind on the lake, and they were filled with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we perish. And he rose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased, and there was a calm. And he said unto them, Where is your faith? I'm right here. I'm right here in the storm. Where's your faith? I didn't go anywhere. Nothing has changed. But he says, Where are your faith? And they, being afraid, wondered, saying one to another, What manner of man is this? For he commandeth even the winds and the water and they obey him. So I want to preach for just a little bit on this thought. Blindsided by a trial. Blindsided by a trial. Put your Bibles down. Put your hands in the air. Let's ask God to have his way. Father, in your name, Lord, I pray that you would just be in this message. I pray, God, that you would speak through me. God, that you would just help us to understand that you are there. And God, that you are going to be with us. And Lord, no matter what life brings our way, no matter what happens, God, you will see us through. May your anointing be on this service, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Why don't you shake somebody's hand that's near you, greet them, tell them we're about to have some church. You may be seated. Again, good to have all of our, our guests with us. We want you to know that if you don't have a home church, we want this to be your home church. We want you to be a part of what God is doing here. You know, it doesn't take a very smart, intelligent person to know that we live in a world that seems to be hopeless. We live in a world that seems to be a mess and spinning out of control. And, and uh, just when you think that it can't get any worse, it seems to get worse. And just when you think it can't get any crazier, it seems to get crazier. We have political unrest that's all around the world. It just seems like in our own country, it seems like it's red versus the blue, and it just seems like us versus them, and it just there's turmoil, and you it just seems like we can't trust anybody anymore, and it seems like one's, one side is lying, and then the other side seems to be lying, and where are we? you got to decipher to try and figure out what exactly is truth. 
We got a general mistrust in humanity. We got racial unrest that's just ready to ignite at any time. Police that being targeted, that people are being targeted. Innocent people that are dying on the streets because of gunfire. If you listen to the news, and I listen to St. Louis news all the time, uh, there are people that are just sitting and, and enjoying life on their yards and in their porches that are being gunned down through through uh, sporadic gunfire. Innocent people that are dying, children that are dying. More interested in saving the world and saving the owls and saving nature than interested in saving children. And communities are becoming isolated. People are becoming isolated because they're scared to go out. They're scared to get involved. They're scared to to do anything. And the church is under threat of being silenced. But I want the church to know that we will not be silenced. Uh, We cannot keep our mouths closed, uh, but we got to proclaim truth. We got to stand for truth. Uh, We got to keep preaching truth. Uh, But the world wants to silence what we are saying. And the attack of the church has begun because I believe Satan knows that his time is coming to a close. I believe the time of the Lord's return is very close and we can continue to go about our lives and we can continue to do about what we're doing and don't think about it. And I believe that's exactly what the enemy wants us to do. He wants to lure us to sleep. He wants us to lure us into a slumber where we're not cognizant that at any given moment, the Lord could come back. All I know is I won't be ready. I'll say that again. All I know is I want to be ready when that trumpet sounds. I want to be ready. I want to. I don't want that time to come where I'm not ready. But Lord, help us to understand that any given moment, you could come back to call your church home. But I believe the attack of the church has begun. But the saints and the church have been promised victory. Oh, maybe you didn't hear what I just said. The church has been promised victory. If you're coming to this place today and you're bound with sin, if you're coming into this place today bound with all kinds of situations, I want you to know that God has promised his church victory. I want you to know that God has promised you victory, that you can leave this place today changed, that you can leave this place renewed, restored, and set free from whatever it is that's bothering you Because God has already said, I am going to give victory to the church. Being a pastor, I've heard it several times. Uh, I just can't live an overcoming life, pastor. I just can't seem to live the life that you lead. I can't seem to do the things that the church people do. But I want you to know that you can live an overcoming life, that you can live above sin. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. But spiritual, we have spiritual weapons to the pulling down. I want you to know that we have got some weapons at our disposal that you can rise above sin, that you can rise above what's trying to pull you down because we are promised victories. Can somebody say, thank you, Jesus? But a spirit of hopelessness, I feel, is trying to creep into a life. All you have to do is watch the news. All you have to do is listen to what's going around and things could seem helpless and seem hopeless. 
But I want you to know to the individual that I feel in my spirit, uh, a spirit of hopelessness has been trying to creep into your home and a spirit of helplessness has been trying to creep into a life. But I want you to know that's not the way God designed you to be and that's not how God wants your life to be. He wants you to live in victory. He wants you to live completely free. Why walk in despair when God has promised us revival? Why walk in depression when God has promised us joy? Why walk in the mully grub when God says, I will give you life and give it to you more abundantly? Why walk in fear when God has promised us strength? And why eat crumbs? When God has a table of the bountiful, when he has a meal prepared at his table. You know, I've never been invited to a dinner where there's dignitaries and important people. But if I was, I guarantee they wouldn't say, hey, you, come on up and sit with us. I'm not that important. (laughs) But I want you to know, God has a table set up here today. He's got healing here. He's got blessings here. He's got everything that you would need sitting up here. And I want you to know he's sitting at this table and he's calling to you, you personally. And he's calling you to his table. Come and sit at my table where there's everything that you need, where there's blessings, where there's healings, where there's deliverance. Everything that you need is right here, right before you. And he's calling you. Yes, you. I know how you feel. Because sometimes I feel like I'm just the smallest nobody and not worth anything. But if you're feeling that way here today, God is pointing to you and saying, I want you to sit at my table. Because he has a table spread before us here today. I guess what I'm asking to the congregation here today is what do we have to be down about? I know things are going wrong in your life. I know things haven't turned out how you wanted it to. I know things are just seem to be going crazy in your own situation. But what do we have to be down about? Because there is hope for your life today. There is hope for the church. I want you to know if you are here today, there's hope for you. If you're going through a situation right now, there's still hope for you. Because there's hope for the saint and there's hope for the sinner. Somebody better shout out, it's going to be okay. Come on, say it like you mean it. It's going to be okay. I know it don't look good right now and I know it don't feel good right now, but you got to proclaim it. It's going to be okay because you see there's power in life and death in the tongue and I'm going to speak words of life here today. I'm going to speak words of faith. It's going to be okay. I want to speak it over your life. It's going to be okay. Man, I wish I had somebody just telling me that years ago and reassuring me, Brother Hyle, it's going to be okay. Because I sure didn't feel like it at the time. It's going to be okay. And I believe that. I'm saying that in faith, and I want you to say it in faith. It's going to be okay. In our text... We're given a 
a story, and the disciples were given a command to go to the other side. Very easy, boys, let's get in the boat. We're at the shore. Well, we're going way over there. Let's go over there. I want you to know that what God has called, he will equip and he will not leave you. If he said we're going over there to revival, you can better believe we're going to have revival. And I want you to know if God's saying you're on a journey and you're going to be going over here, he's not going to leave you. Because what he says, he's going to stay to his word. He just simply said, let's go to the other side. Now, I'm not the brightest person in the world, but when dad says we're going on the trip, if we're getting in the car, guess what? I guess we're going on a trip. If he says we're going to the grocery store, I just simply get in the car, and guess what? I think we're going to the grocery store. Jesus just simply said we're going to the other side. In other words, I don't know what's going to happen, God. I'm not going to tell you but we're going to the other side. Can I say to the saint right now, I don't know what's going to happen in your tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen this week to you, but I do know God's going to be with you. I do know that he's going to be by your side. And when you wake up tomorrow morning and it seems like all hope is lost, and when you wake up tomorrow morning and it still seems like you're in the same old, same old, I want you to know that God is still by your side. I want you to know that God is going to be there when you wake up. I want you to know that God's going to be with you when you go to sleep. And I want you to know it's going to be okay. Boys, we're just going to go to the other side. And they did. But when they launched, something unexpected happened. I don't know. We've been having some strange weather here lately. Where it's sunny one minute and trees are breaking down the next minute. And that's exactly how life seems to hit sometimes. It's sunny one minute, and next thing I know, the wind is pounding me and the rain is pelting me in the face unexpectedly. And let me say this, everybody in the sound of my voice, there's going to be an unexpected that happens to you in your life. Because not everything is laid out, not everything is planned, and not everything is scheduled. You want a schedule? Go see Sister Sanchez. She'll get you on schedule. She'll point it out, A, B, C, D, and E, and how we're going to get there. God doesn't give that to me all the time. He doesn't tell me we're going to have this and we're going to have that and then we're going to do this and then this is going to happen. It just happens and unexpected. I believe all of us had an unexpected happen in our lives. You've had an unexpected loss of a loved one. You've had an unexpected loss of a career. You've had an unexpected change of plans, an unexpected trial, an unexpected wilderness experience, an unexpected storm, such as the disciples, and an unexpected is going to hit you upside the head, and you're not going to know if you're facing north or south, and you don't know what's going to happen. Have you been there? Are you there now? Head bobbing in the water, wondering if you're just going to survive this. Because I do know this, that out of that storm, if you read the story, you'll understand the disciples had fear. They were scared. They thought there was going to be some loss of life. Out of that was loss of hope. It looks hopeless, guys. This boat seems like it's going down. And out of the storm comes desperation, just clinging on to life. And sometimes that's how we are. 
It seems like we're just clinging on to whatever we can just to stay alive. If I could just get a word of hope just to stay, if I could just get some hope that the storm's going to be over with in just a little bit, if I could just get some reassurance that everything's going to be okay. Allison's calling me the storm chaser. Because it seems like where I'm at, that's where the storm's not. So wherever I'm at, I'm chasing the storm somewhere else. I was in Peoria when that craziness hit. My truck was just a-bouncing. Rain was going sideways. Hail was pounding and hitting my truck, and I didn't know what was going to happen. I was enjoying it. Anybody scared of storms? Anybody here? Everybody's? There's a few, few. I'll tell you the same thing I told my grandbabies a few months back when we were, we were having pizza. We were all was good, and uh, we were in, in the car van, all of us. My, uh, my baby was up front with her daughter, and I'm in the back with the It's just me and the grandbabies in the back seat, but then we're having a good time until the, the warning started coming. Phone, you know, the phone alarms. I think the phone alarms scare you just more than the, the, the tornado warnings anymore. You know, it used to be you'd be your house and you're, you're like, oh, okay. Now it's just out of nowhere. Which is even scarier when five people have their phones. What's going on, Papa John? What's happening? Oh, I'm scared. Trying to calm them down all while there's, she had a, 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 a window you know the window on the top of the van which i thought was really cool i'm, I'm, I'm looking I'm, it's turning green it's gonna be okay baby oh, this is so cool it's gonna be okay it's gonna be i know it's, just, it's, it's gonna be okay so i told him this story it's true you only need to be fearful in the storm if you see that that lady going across the sky on that bicycle Those of you 40 and older, you know what I'm talking about. When you see that, 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 that lady on that bicycle just pedaling through the sky during a storm, you know we're in trouble. But I was in Peoria. It was fine. I was making calls. I could see it was kind of dark in the distance, and, 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 and there was a chance of weather. So I go into took a lunch break. I went into a used record store. Big surprise, right? Big surprise. And while I'm in the used record store, the owner's on the phone with his wife. Yes, I know. I heard. I heard. I know the weather's coming through. I, I, I get it. They said it's going to be here between 12 and 1. Okay. And he hung up the phone. He's like, like, we're in Illinois. Like we've never seen storms before. I chuckled about it. But as soon as I got out of the store, it was dark starting to rain a little bit got in my truck I made it from probably three miles away I made it onto the overpass going from Peoria to East Peoria and the wind is blowing I mean I'm feeling my truck doing this and I'm watching tractor trailers just kind of well, I'm like it, this is on the bridge it's raining and I'm feeling it pretty good and I'm I, I was getting a little anxious I, I will admit 
If I'm going to be in a storm, I don't want to be on an overpass over the Illinois River. <laughs> but I pull into a parking lot, and everything's breaking loose, just going crazy. Trees are flying, and branches are just bending, and rain's going completely sideways. I didn't know what was going to happen. All I, all I know is I'm in a parking lot, and it's getting crazy. So I'm texting her, making sure she's okay. And she's like, it's fine here. Nothing going on. I was going crazy here. Well, come to find out, she gets the worst of the storm. A tornado hit just south of the campground. They lost power. Yeah, so I missed it. But my point is this. Life happens suddenly. I'm minding my own business. I do, Dad taught me a long time ago, stay out of people's business. If it doesn't affect you, stay out of it. People, I've had people tell me this. There's somebody having a conversation over here, and, and, and somebody will ask me, did, what did they say? I'm like, I'm not paying attention to what they're talking about. It's not my business. Dad said, if it's not your business, stay out of it. So I stay out of people's lives. I'm just, I'm just trying to get by myself. But sometimes just minding my own business. Trying not to affect anything, life happens. Storms happen. The phone call that you wasn't expecting. The unexpected loss of whatever hits you. And you don't know where you're going. You don't know how this is going to end up. All you know is you're in a storm and it's not fun. But I'm here to give somebody encouragement. Disciples were holding on to the sides of the boat. You just better make sure you're holding on to him. When you're going through the wind and when you're going through the trials and when you're going through the storm, you better make sure you have a hold of him. Because I've learned this, people can let you down. Things can let you down. I can't rely on the government to get me through everything. I don't know if I could rely on them for anything right now. But the one thing I can tell you is my God does not change. He will be there for you. But I find this interesting. That in the boat, in all the craziness, when Jesus woke up, he wasn't surprised that the storm hit. The storm didn't phase Jesus. The storm didn't affect him. In fact, he just woke up, and here's how my comic book mind works. The disciples are probably screaming over the lightning and the thunder and the wind and the waves, and, and they don't think Jesus can hear him, and, and they're screaming at the top of their lungs, and Jesus is trying to hear, and he just simply says, hold on, guys, I can't hear what you're saying. When will you stop? Rain, calm down. Lightning, thunder, stop. I can't hear Okay, now what is it? What are you wanting? That's how I picture it. Stop. Be calm. You see, the storm didn't phase Jesus. Can I tell you this? Your storm will not phase Jesus. What you're going through right now will not phase Jesus. Can I, and I'll take it a step further. The storm you're in right now, will, it didn't take him by surprise. We seem to wonder, God, did you... What happened when this pandemic hit? Did, did, did you not? It didn't take him by surprise. He knew what was going to happen. Can I say, God does not change. 
He's not affected by the storm that you seem to be in right now. In fact, he's concerned about what you're going through right now. God, are you not concerned that we're about to die in this boat? Are you not concerned that everything seems to be going crazy? Well, hold on. Let me calm it down. You see, he's not confused by the unexpected turn of events that happens in our life. The question he just asks us, the same as he's asking disciples, where is your faith? Where is it? Now, I've seen people that lose things constantly. You better hold your hand up, Andrew. I'll find things at church, and I'll hear, hey, I think I left this or that in the, in the church, and I don't know where this is, and I don't know where that's at. Well, I've seen people that lose keys. I've seen people that lose their, their wallets. I've seen people that they just, they just lose things left and right. But one thing you cannot lose, the one thing you cannot let go is your faith. I know in the darkest time, when you can't even see forward. You can't even see where, where you are. It gets scary. But hold on to your faith. Hold on to your faith. Because God's got you. God's got you. Lord, I don't know what I'm supposed to Just keep walking. Just keep, but God, it's dark, and I, I can't see anything, and I don't want to fall down. Just keep walking. Because you see, the Bible says that a just man fall seven times. It, we're going to fall. We're going to fail. We're going to mess up. Because none of us are, or we haven't made that perfection yet. But the Bible says a just man falls seven times, but that's okay. Because we're in his hand. The Lord upholds them. If we're in his hand, if we fall down, it's okay. He's still got us. But keep walking. Hold on to your faith. I'm, oh, I feel somebody's faith hitting me right now. You, what you're going through right now, God is saying, I'm going to take you through it. God is saying, just hold on to my hand. I'm going to take you through it. Because what happens when you come out of that storm and you look back on it and say, God was with me the whole time. God was with me the whole time. If there's one thing I can testify right now is it's been a rough, crazy few years. But now that I look back, I can say God's had his hand on me the whole time. God is with me the whole time. He never left me, even though it seemed like he was sleeping. And even though it seemed like he was a long ways away, he had his hand on me the whole time. Sister Angie and I were talking about all the crazy things that we we remember Arbonne, Tupperware, home interiors. I forgot all about home interiors. But there was one home interior picture that I remember very vividly, and you probably will too, and it's called Footprints. Remember that? And it's like footprints in the sand. And the caption says, when you didn't think I was there, I was carrying you because there was only one set of footprints. We want to see two. I want to see God walking with me. But there was only one set of footprints, and, and the caption was, see, what you didn't know was I was carrying you. So when you think you're going through this craziness alone and when you think you're trying to get through this all by yourself, most likely God's got you and he's carrying you. God's got you. 
We just have to hold on to him and hold on to faith and know that everything is going to be all right. Because your faith can move mountains. Your mustard seed faith can move mountains. Or your lack of it can cause you to be consumed by the storm that is all around you. Oh, I want to preach to somebody right now. It may seem like that all is lost. It may seem like you're ready to fall down. But your mustard seed faith is all you need for God to respond. What are you going to do with it? When you've done all you can do, you stand. When you've done all you can do, you just hold fast. Because you see, you may have to go through the storm to get to the paradise that's waiting for you on the other side. Someone needs to realize who's on your side. Being the smallest guy in the neighborhood, guess who was always the last one to be picked on the team? But that's okay. I don't mind, Brother Josh, I don't mind being last. Because there's times where I was the last one to be picked. But then when I did get picked, oh, I got on the side with all the big guys. All the heavy hitters are on the team that I just got picked for. All is not lost. Don't worry. I know who's on your side. I know who's going to be batting for you. God's on your side. What you're going through right now, the trouble, the turmoil, it's okay. God's on your side. God's on your side. Stand with me. I felt this in prayer that somebody's being tossed around in the storm. But as you heard me say many times, God has promised this church revival. He's promised his church revival. All that are in the sound of my voice. And as the pastor and shepherd, I say, don't leave the church. As the pastor and shepherd, I want to encourage you to hold on. Don't listen to what others are trying to tell you. That is easy. Just, just stop going. Just let go. Don't go back. But I want you to know, hold on to what God has given you. Because the sunrise is on the way. It may seem dark. It may seem crazy right now, but hold on. Morning's going to come. The sun's going to shine again. The storm wind's going to go down. And I believe encouragement is about to come. I want somebody to lift your hands right now. Thank God for what he's about to do in your life. Come on, thank him that he's got you. Thank him that he's going to see you through. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody praise him with your mouth. Open your mouth and praise him. Give him praise. Lord, I thank you. Because I know victory's coming. Because I know peace is coming. Thank you, Lord. The question I felt the Lord asked me is can you praise me through the storm when everything's going crazy will your praise still be there will your worship still be there 
if you can praise him in the storm, you'll be dancing when you come out of the storm. I'll say that I don't know who that's for. If you can praise him through your storm, you will come dancing when the storm is done. Can I say to somebody, you need to get a I'm not quitting mentality. I am not quitting. To whoever it is I feel in my spirit who is struggling. You're going through a time of confusion. You're going through a time of you're not sure where you're supposed to be, what you're supposed to do. It just seems like one thing after another seems to be hitting so much uncertainty. I want you to know God sent me with this simple message just to hold on. Because as crazy as a storm seems, it's going to be over and God's going to bring you through. These altars are open. If you need encouragement today, if you need to come pray about the situation, if you need to come and exercise your faith, I want you to know he is in this place. Come on, God's got you. God's got you. He's going to bring you through. Come on, bring your praise down here. Bring your trouble. Come on, get your determination. No storm's going to stop me. No storm's going to silence me. I'm going to keep on keeping on. In Jesus' name, let's pray.